0: Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church, it's a culture, and we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Man, I love that song that we sang today. You can have my heart what a response and I, I feel man I feel like before we even start the word today let's pray and surrender ourselves to what God wants to do in us that song was more than just words man that's a prayer that's a that's a an answer to the call God has a call on your life today and I feel like even before we get started let's surrender ourselves get into a posture of surrender and say God we are yours. We want you to have everything. Have my heart. That's my desire right now. Would you pray with me and just surrender to what God wants to do in your life? I don't know what week you've had. I don't know if life has beat you up this week or if it's been the greatest week you've ever had, but I just want to pray over you that God would manifest something in you today that would transform you. We believe that, man, when Holy Spirit comes in, when we read the Word of God, It transforms us deeper than what we could ever get from a self-help book, from any type of system that the world has to offer. Holy Spirit transforms us to be alive to the true purpose that we're here. So I wanna pray over you. I just wanna release that over your life as we get into God's word today. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we love you so much. And man, I just thank you for the word today. God, I pray that you'd pour out your spirit on those that are watching. Holy Spirit, we just surrender our lives to you, surrender ourselves to you. We thank you for what you wanna do in this space. And we pray that prayer. God, have our heart. Let it be a place where you reside. Let it be a place where you come in and be God, and be Lord. Jesus, we just surrender everything to you. Make you king of this moment. And we just pray that as we read the word, God, it would transform us. Help us to be better spouses. Help us to be better friends. Help us to be better at, at what we do, God, because of you in us. Uh, God, we just wanna die to our old self, and today we just surrender everything, and we want you to have your way. We love you, Jesus, and we trust you. In your name we pray, amen. Amen, I'm so excited for what God wants to do in your life today. We've been in this series, In Not Of The World, and can I tell you that God is drawing His church to be the light of the world. He is calling us to be the season, the salt of the earth, where we come in and we mess things up. Because let me tell you, the enemy is having a heyday right now. He wants so bad for people to be caught up in despair, caught up in distraction. He wants so bad for people to be depressed and caught up in anxiety. He wants them to be caught up in distraction because as long as he has us there, he can take us to a place that destroys our calling, destroys our purpose, takes us to a place where we misread our identity. I don't know if you find yourself there today. Maybe you've misread your identity and maybe in this time of this pandemic, maybe in this time of all the election craziness going on, you find yourself walking in a path that you were never designed to walk with a weakness that you feel so overwhelmed by life I just wanna to speak to your spirit today, man. It's just, I was praying over this word. I felt like the spirit wants to revive what's inside of you. I feel like God wants to light of fire in you. We've been talking about how to be in the world, but not of the world. And that we are supposed to respond with Christ in us. Paul said, man, when we come to Christ, when we accept Jesus in, Christ is in us. I want that to set in in your spirit, man, because when you come to Jesus, it's not just to be in a club, Come on, you're not supposed to just be a part of a Bible get together. And you're not supposed to be a part of just a, a, now you're called a Christian. But when you come to Jesus, he transforms you, he gets inside of you, and Christ is now living through you. Therefore, you love differently, you look differently, you respond differently. And that's why we can be in the world, but we are definitely not of the world. Because everywhere we go, we are just like Jesus. Jesus transformed the moment. Come on, somebody, that's what we're supposed to do. Everywhere we go, we're supposed to transform the moment. We set peace in motion. We raise the joy level. We bring strength to those that are weak. We make sure that they understand the Father's love by the way that we love. And man, if you've been living in this pandemic with that misidentity and missing the mark and missing the calling in your life, I wanna spark you today because I believe that God wants to use you in this time. This is not a time for the church to be silent. It's not a time for the church to sit in the the sidelines and watch. It's a time for us to move in the spirit. God wants to do something in us so he can do something through us. And today I wanna release a word over you that I just feel like God wants to do as we close this series up. I mean, I've really been challenged in my prayer time, just coming before God and surrendering everything. And I'll tell you, that is where it all begins. That's where it all begins and that's where it all stays. I've learned that the more I surrender to God, the more He wants, the more He desires of me, and every time I come before him and I'm like, God, man, just search me, search me. Is there any way in me that is not of you? Is there any way that I love my, my wife, my kids, my leaders, the, those that are in my life, my friends, my, my family? God, if there's anything in me that doesn't love properly, would you search it, destroy it? God, I want you to be King and Lord because it all starts in surrender. And let me tell you, if, if you've been surrendering to the lies of this world, man, and you've been just caught up in the distraction, can I encourage you today just to push pause of all the voices around you? God wants to speak to you in such a mighty way. I've been so challenged with the story of Daniel. And Daniel was this man that was just after God. He was so, so sold out for God that he was caught up praying all the time the Bible talks about him. And sometimes we read over these stories as just kind of like Bible stories, but God has just been bringing me back to the story over and over again to watch the life of Daniel, to watch how he prayed, to watch what he did with his life. And we find Daniel over and over again, praying, getting on his face, seeking God, praying for uh, everything that God wants to do in that space. And I was reading a story this week in my God time and just reading about how when uh, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And I don't know if you remember this story, but Nebuchadnezzar has this dream that totally wrecks him and he just can't get over it. And so he calls all of his wise men in and he says, somebody interpret this dream. So the wise men are like, all right, King, tell us your dream and we will interpret it. And he's like, all right, enough games, enough jokes. Maybe he had, he had heard too many magicians and wise men try to come up with things to make them feel good. So he was like, enough, enough. I want proof that you can actually interpret this thing. So I'm not even going to tell you my dream. I just want you to tell me my dream and then interpret it. And they're like, King, <laughs> you are smoking something. Nobody can do that. Nobody on the earth can do that. You're asking something that's totally impossible. Nebuchadnezzar gets hot and he's like, all right, that's it. Anybody, if you guys can't do this, I'm gonna actually make an order that everybody's gonna get cut up. You're all gonna get your houses burned. I mean, he just goes nuts. He goes off the wall. He's just so consumed with this dream. Well, he, he makes the, the call to say, all right, execute all the wise men in the land because no one can interpret this dream. Word gets to Daniel and I love his response, guys. This is crazy because Daniel says, hold on, King, give me a moment. I'm gonna go before God and pray, but just give me some time and I'll interpret your dream. Daniel calls in his friends. He goes, guys, we gotta pray. See, this is the response of the Christ-like ones. When we see things happening in our world, our first response should be, who are we tuning into? And I wanna challenge you today, what voice are you turning to? Because I can I tell you that the easy thing to do right now is to turn to your feed, to research on Google, to look something up, to go off and say, oh, is this real? Well, what does this person say about it? Oh, what does this side have to say? And, And you want to check all your research, because this is a day of research. I mean, goodness, Google has empowered a generation to be researchers. And now we have way too much knowledge, way too much things at our fingertips. But Daniel has this response, and God challenged me in that. He said, hey, if you want to be the ones that are uh, carrying my glory into the earth. If you wanna be the ones, and we, we prayed at the beginning of this year for the unveiled wonder. And I believe that this is a year where God wants to unveil Himself in a way that He hasn't, in a way that He hasn't in a while. And I believe that if we follow scripture, if we look back and say, what were people doing that were following Christ? What were What position were they in? What were they doing with their life? What were they doing with their time? How did they see a revival break out in the land? I believe we can learn so much of how we're supposed to live today. that's what God has been wrecking me with is to be in a posture and a position where I carry His calling. I wanna ask you a question that I want you to write down in your journal, just the process this week. What calling are you carrying? What calling do you carry every day? When you wake up, when your eyes open in the morning, When you you hit that alarm snooze, I don't know if you're a snooze button pusher, I am, and it's terrible. But if you push the snooze button, what's the first thing that goes off in your mind? When you get out of bed and you finally come to, what is something that drives your agenda? What's something that drives your your schedule? What runs your to-do list? You can see really easily where your money goes, where your time goes. We always say there's three T's, time, talent, treasure. And where those three T's go is where your calling is. And so you can really find out. And I want you to ask yourself, what calling are you carrying? Because I believe that there's a mandate on the church right now. There's a mandate. And then maybe maybe you're like, hey, I'm not a part of a church. That's okay. Because Jesus wants to be your Lord and Savior. And when he is, you are the church. It's not a building It's not a religious organization. It's not coming into a club. Let me tell you, when when you accept Jesus as your Lord and you follow Him and make Him the Lord of your life, you are the church. And I believe there's a mandate on the church. There's a mandate on those who follow Christ to get in position for what God wants to do. And it's gonna be beyond what we've experienced. It's gonna be beyond what we know. And that's why we have to be in position to hear. Because if we're not in position to hear, we're never gonna know what to do next. If you wanna see something you've never seen, you gotta do things you've never done. And so I wanna encourage you today to dive into the calling of God on your life. We find Daniel and he said, hey, give me some time, I gotta pray. And so he gathers his crew. There's three other dudes and they're like, hey, let's pray, let's go after God. Well, God reveals the dream to Daniel in that moment of surrender, that moment of carrying the calling. And that's a beautiful posture. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best right now to carry that posture. Um, God started waking me up way too early in the morning. If you don't know me, you gotta know this, I'm not a morning person. I hate mornings. In fact, when me and Ashley first got married, she would wake up in the morning and by, you know, nine, ten o'clock, she's like, I, where have you been? I'm like, I was sleeping. You know, that's just, I'm a night owl. I like to create. You know, 12 o'clock to 3 a.m., that's my best hours, you know, where I'm just like alive and creating. So I had to flip that. And and God started waking me up super early, just way too early. I'm like, God, are you even up right now? Like, the sun's not even up. Like, can we we push snooze and get to it at night or something? But God's just been waking me up. And I found myself wanting to be in a posture, wanting to be a posture of hearing, understanding my calling, that I need to listen. I need to be tuned in. In fact, I don't just need to be listening, but I need to be praying the prayers that he is praying. The prayers that the Holy Spirit is praying. The Bible says the Holy Spirit prays with such an urgency, such a groaning that we can't even conceive it. It's way too deep. It's way too deep. And God is, is doing that over you. He's praying over you and he's drawing you in. And I don't know where you are in life. Man, you, you might be walking with Christ and this season is kind of crazy and it's shaking your faith a little bit. You might be, you know, just coming into Christ and and you're trying to find out what's your next step. And you might be in a space where you can't stand the church. Maybe you've been hurt by the church. You've been broken by the church. Can I tell you that it doesn't matter where you are. God loves you exactly in that position, but He loves you way too much to leave you there. He wants to bring you into a posture of understanding and knowing Him as a Father, knowing Him as a Savior, knowing Him as a Lord and King. So many times we carry the calling of the world. And so we'll get into a routine, we'll get into a schedule. I don't know what you're after right now. Maybe you're after that 401k, maybe you're after you know, getting that career up and going. Maybe you're after you know, having that great, you know, perfect person in your life. And so you're searching, you're dating, you're scrolling, you know, you're looking for that person. Whatever your, your desires are right now, you might be just pouring yourself into them. But can I just push pause? for just a moment today and just ask, man, why are you here? Why are you here on this earth? Because I believe that God has drawn us in to a deeper understanding of who He is and God wants to light you up. He wants to light you up not only just to be a Christian, not only just to be on this earth or be a part of a church or just be all in, but He wants you to be a part of His call on your life because it's specific for you. And I believe that today, God wants to light you up. He wants to take you to a new level. And maybe some of you, you're like, I don't have time. Man, can I just encourage you that if you'll give God the first, if you'll give God the first of your time, you give God the first of your talent, you give God the first of your treasures, I promise you everything else will be multiplied beyond. And that's not a gift to get, but it's, I'm telling you, it's the fulfillment of his purpose for your life. He wants us to be children who are walking in the abundance of Christ, not just surviving, but thriving. And right now God is calling his church to be the Daniels. Say, hold on, hold up. All of that, everybody's getting in chaos and, and people are going crazy. But can I say, we need to hear the word of the Lord. You need to hear God for your family. You need to hear God for yourself. You need to hear God for what's coming. I believe that God is moving his church into this position where we get out of this, uh, this, uh, this watching from a distance, this waiting on him. I feel like God is moving us into a position where we are following him. We're not sitting back and watching God move. We're in the middle of it. We're in the middle of the flow. We sing this song, The Winds, where it talks about we feel the winds of his entrance. And what do you do with the winds of his entrance? Like if God were to come into your house, God were to come in and rock up to your door and knock on it, what would you do with that? Would you just let him sit outside? Would you just say like, oh, geez, that's cool, but you can just stay out there. Man, I, I, I hope that you would be like, hey, come on in, sit on, my, sit on my couch, come and eat my food, like be a part of my life. And that's what he wants to do with us in this season. He doesn't just wanna be your God on a shelf. He wants to be involved in your life. I don't know what you've been facing in this season. Maybe you have loved ones that have been affected by COVID. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you've been in a space where you know, you're, you're so unsure about the future. You find yourself with the, the foundation kind of washed out and, and you don't know what to go next. But can I just tell you that today, God wants to confirm. He wants to take you to a place where you are foundationed in Him. Today, God wants to come in and He wants to sit with you. And I don't know if you've seen Jesus as one to have a relationship with, but today, Jesus wants to take you to that new level with Him, where you're not just following, but you are walking with Him you are in the midst of relationship with him. Um, I have this box here and sometimes we carry all day long this, this calling of the world. I tell you, as long as you have the calling of the world, it's gonna be heavy. It's gonna be super heavy. And we put so much in here. I mean, we put the, the pressures of our job, raising money, you know, having enough for our family to survive. And so we live in this constant carrying of this calling and it's so heavy. And maybe some of you, you feel like that's you today where you're just, you're weighted down by the calling of the world. I can I tell you, as long as you live with that weight, it's going to be heavy. It's going to be so heavy. You're going to live with a life that is just, it feels so burdensome and you're going to feel weary. You're going to feel calling. But can I tell you, this is what God promises us is that when we pick up his load, when we pick up his calling, when we drop it and say, God, we just want to carry your calling. We want to carry what you've called us here to do. It is so light. God, God says that I carry it with you. And can I tell you that heaven's agenda for your life is for you to bring the kingdom of heaven down to earth everywhere you go. That Jesus said to his disciples, he said, hey, everything you've seen me do, you're gonna do greater things. You're going to drive out demons. You're you're gonna heal the sick. You're gonna make the blind see and the deaf hear. You're gonna do these things. Can I tell you, that is what God is calling us as the church to be involved in, is to be laid down lovers with him, surrender to his calling and let his spirit fill us up that we are flowing in the gifts of the spirit, that God is moving in this earth. Can I tell you, that's what God wants to do in your life. And if you aren't yet having that experience with Jesus, if you're not yet having the fullness and the freedom to fly and the calling of God in your life, can I encourage you today, surrender, surrender to Him. Let Him have your life. Let Him have those moments. Let Him have that space and carry His calling. I remember as a kid, I I felt the calling of God in my life, but I I didn't really understand it until uh, the day that I fully surrendered to God. And I remember that as a kid, I was just really tuned in and saying, God, what do you want to do with my life? I fully surrendered to you, but what do you want to do with it? And I remember time and time again, he would encourage me with who I was. Man, there's so much power when you know who you are, when you have your identity. And Jesus wants to to empower you with who you are. There's, a, there's amazing scripture in 2 Chronicles chapter 16. And it's talking about Asa and how Asa was the ruler. And Asa was, was trusting after God, but there's this portion of scripture where it points out a time where he turns from putting his resource in Jesus to his resource in the world. And it shows that Asa took all the treasure from the the temple of God and used it to pay off one of his enemies to be an ally. And he paid him off and said, hey, can you break this ally so that this this nation that was coming against them would recede? And so we pick it up because uh, at that time, in verse seven, it says, at that time Hanani the seer came to Asa, king of Judah and said to him, because you relied on the king of Aram, and not on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. Were not the Cushites and the Libyans a mighty army with great numbers and chariots and horsemen? Yet when you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And he goes on, and said, you've done a foolish thing. From now on, you will be at war. Asa had peace up to this point when he relied on, on the Lord, but something took his eyes off the call of God on him. Something took his eyes off of who to rely on. Can I tell you, in order to be in the world, but not of the world, you have to know who's carrying you. You have to keep your eyes on the one who called you deeper, who called you it higher, who called you to a place where you are soaring in the gifts of God on your life. Can I tell you that in this time, God wants to take you to that space. I mean, I feel it so much, even, even right now, as I'm speaking, I just feel like there's someone on the, on the other side of the screen, Man, you've been struggling. This season has been so heavy, so much. You've been struggling just to survive, to wake up and get out of bed. Can I tell you that God wants to take you to a place of being fulfilled, the calling of God in your life. Whose call are you carrying? Right now, God wants to speak so loud to your spirit that you come alive to who He is in you. I want to pray over you and just release that that power over your life, that God would release his spirit in you, that you would understand the calling on your life, that you would wake up to the identity, the purpose on you, that you are, yes, in the world. Yes, we're in this season together. We're going through it, right? We're making it. But I, more than that, we are of Christ. Christ's call is on us right now. And can I just just be desperate a little bit right now and just say, hey, whatever it takes, go deeper with Him. Whatever it takes, destroy the distractions. Whatever it takes, drop the box, drop the calling of this world, drop the agenda of those that are screaming for your attention. Can you go after the Father? Put aside all things besides getting close to Him. Jesus wants you so much. He wants to care for you. He wants to be all about you. So I wanna pray for you. I don't know where you find yourself today, but I just wanna surround you with the presence of God. Our team has been praying for you and just praying for you and your family that you would understand not only that Jesus loves you, but understand His calling in your life, His purpose, that as you walk this season, that you would be so empowered to unveil the wonder of God. Let's pray, if if you want more of God in your life, I just want you to lift your hands, just receive uh, what He has for you today. God, I just thank you for all of those uh, that are watching today. I just pray you pour out your spirit on them, God. Manifest your spirit in their life, Lord Jesus. I just pray for the call on their life, that they would understand who you are. God, they would understand that all that you have for them, Lord Jesus, the fulfillment for the life, God, is rested in you. And who you are, and what you want to speak over them. And I pray that today would be a day where they would come to know you as Lord and Savior. God, that it would be more than just something they've been following or more than just something they're walking out, but God, it would be something they would step into, an identity on their life to know who they are. We love you, Jesus, and we just thank you for what you want to do in this church. I just pray that you would establish your word. Here, Lord God, establish your word in our hearts. Let us be like Daniel, where we don't turn to the world. We don't turn to the earth's agenda, but God, we turn to you knowing that you have the answer. You have the keys of the kingdom. And we just pray, Lord God, that you would empower your church. I just pray for every man, every woman watching, God, empower them to walk this thing out. God, that they would get before you and understand their calling, understand what you've placed on them, understand that when they they carry your calling, God, it is light. When they carry your calling, they soar. And God, I just pray that you just ignite that in them. Let them walk this out, that we could be a church that is listening and moving with you. We thank you for the, the wonder that you want to unveil as you have our hearts. We love you, Jesus, and we trust you, and we pray all of this in your name, amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together.